Hey, before we get started with today's episode, I just want to quickly let you know that if you DM me the word audit on Instagram, that's at Ken Westgar, we'll do a quick 15-minute audit of your launch. And by the end of the audit, you'll know exactly where to put your focus in order to grow and scale your next launch. So like I said, DM me the word audit on Instagram, and I'll talk to you soon. You're listening to the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast, episode number 31. Today's guest is Janessa McKenzie, and we're talking brand messaging, and this is so important to nail, because if you don't, there's a big chance that your offer won't convert. People won't buy your stuff. So we're going to dip into that and make sure that you stay on top of that. Also, uh, I want to mention that I'm running a plan your launch workshop every month. So all you have to do is head on over to kenwestgar.com, click on the workshop link all the way on the top and sign up and join us. That will help you get started if you're kind of stuck with, you know, not moving forward and you kind of get overwhelmed with how much stuff it is when you're trying to plan your launch. This will help you. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode. Have you launched your online course with great success? Or maybe you launched totally tank and you just want to curl up and cry. Well, it really doesn't matter. Hi, my name is Ken Westgar, and I'll help online course creators and membership site owners creating the most fun and profitable launches without having to go it alone. In this podcast, we talk about all kinds of launches. You'll get tons of valuable insights and fun stories that highlights the dramatic ups, downs, failures, and success that comes from being in launch mode. This is the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. Welcome to the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. My name is Ken Wesker. I'll be your host today. And today I'm joined with Janessa. How are you? I'm good, Ken. How are you? I'm very good. Excited to have you here. We've talked about branding on the podcast before, but this time we're going into more of the messaging of the brand. So that's going to be interesting. Mm. Before we get started, why don't you just let the audience know who you are, who you serve, and how you help them? Sure. So my name is Janessa McKenzie, aka the Brand Maven, mm-hmm. and I help entrepreneurs who are stuck or feel like they need to get to that next level and they're having a hard time breaking through. It's usually, you know, a mindset shift or something like that, but I, I help mm-hmm. them get to that next level and build a standout brand so that they're not you know, lost in the sea of noise that we call the internet. <laughs> yeah, the, the internet is not going anywhere and it just keeps on growing. So um, yeah, it's getting harder and harder to kind of get noticed out there. It is, yes. Yeah, and you that, have, uh, to, have to be on point out there and know, exactly. what you're, know who you're, you know, talking to. Yeah, exactly. exactly what we're going to talk about today. So I'm excited. Exactly. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so... Before we get diving into this, uh, what is the difference between, you know, the brand messaging and the brand itself? What, what's the dif- difference between those two? Sure. So they, they really do meld together. I think a big misconception for branding is people believe that it's their website and their fonts and their colors, and that is what their brand is. Mm-hmm. And while that's a big part of it, it's totally not the whole thing. It's, right. it's you. You are your brand. You, you're the perception that people have about your business, the way you make people feel, how they can resonate with you, and how they connect to you. 
and the mm-hmm. energy you bring and how you show up. It all, you know, is it embodies your brand. Yeah, exactly. So let's say um, you're not a personal brand. So maybe you have like a business and you have employees. Is that any different? Is it because the, I guess it's not so much about you specifically when you're having a whole agency or a big business with a team? Yeah. So I believe that any business still has to have some kind of a face. Mm-hmm. A lot of the big businesses now, like Coke and a lot yeah. of businesses, big businesses that sell a product have a face and most of them are the CEOs of the company. Right. So, well, you don't have to have a face if you're a large brand or you have a product that you sell, you still need to have nailed down messaging so that people understand what you stand for. Why are they buying Coke or Pepsi or your widget? So the messaging and the story you have, you know, your brand story has to all come together so that people understand what you stand for, why you do what you do and why they should buy from you. Mm -hmm. And uh, brand messaging and copy, they might sound similar, but I guess there kind of is a difference between those two as well. Yeah. So, you know, your messaging is definitely, so when you talk about a brand message, Mm-hmm. You're really talking about a brand story and then how you tell that story to the world. And right. then, you know, there's all kinds of different messaging that you're going to put out depending on what your offer is, what your product is, what kind of, you know, what you're focusing on at that specific time. But I think that you have to have that underlying brand story so that it bakes into all of the messaging that you're putting out so that people understand your brand. Okay. So it kind of serves like a foundation for your copy basically then. Yes, exactly. Right. Right. So how do you even start, you know, creating this brand message? Where do you, yeah. What's like the first step before you get started with creating your brand message? So you have to know what your vision is and, you know, when I say vision, I don't necessarily mean today's vision. I mean the overall big picture, world-changing vision. Mm-hmm. Why are you here? Why are you doing what you're doing? A really good analogy that I like to use with my clients is if you were Tom Hanks on, you know, the desert island with Wilson, your mm-hmm. only friend, <laughs> that can't talk back to you, you know, what, what is your reason for getting up every day? Right. Like what can you not live without in your, without doing for the rest of your life? And it, so this totally isn't about your business. It's like, this really gets deep dive into who you are or mm. what your business stands for. Like what could you not stand to not do? every day. Mm -hmm. Like for mine, it's to, you know, empower people, period. Because even though I, you know, my passion is to empower entrepreneurs to believe that, you know, they can do anything, that everything is possible. 
whatever they want, they can have. They just have to take the steps and do the work and, and they can have whatever they want. Every day I go out to a grocery store or I go to Dunkin' Donuts or, you know, whatever. It's about empowering the people around you. Even if it's just the vibe that you're giving off that day, like that's just who I am. So that's what you need to find. What, what makes you, you, what is that gift that you have that you can give the world that gets you up? Hmm. And that I think, you know, really is the very, very foundation of your brand story. Yeah. Because after that, you know, you're just building up. Mm-hmm. You're just building up and then you're getting to figure out, you know, now who do I serve in my business? So right. going on from there, it's really just putting that specific messaging into your, you know, copy, your posts, your everything, even your images, because even your images are going to have some kind of emotion like they're going to evoke something so even the images you choose really subconsciously probably you know makes you think about that thing that burns inside of you that you need to do every day Mm -hmm. and that's kind of that's what a brand is all about you know what kind of what's the message as you're conveying with all these elements that you're using within your brand so yeah being colorist as well, but yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it's easy for us as entrepreneurs to get, to forget that sometimes Mm -hmm. because we're so busy trying to figure out who we're, who, who we're talking to, what their pain points are, what, you know, while all of that is super, super, super important and we all need to know those things. We also need to remember why we're here. Yeah, exactly. So true. So how do we kind of get really clear on our messaging uh, towards our audience? Yeah. So I think another way, you know, another piece of this vision is to think about what is your ripple effect? Mm. Because we all have one. I mean, you wake up in the morning and it's a ripple effect, period, you know. Yeah, you're going to affect somebody in some kind of way, one way yes. or another. Yeah. Yeah, but when you figure out what your what your business vision is, so, you know, what is the change that you want to make in the world? And you do have to kind of work backwards a little bit from that. So, mm-hmm. or, you know, dig, just dig deep because and this is, you know, it does take some work and it takes some inner reflection which for some is hard. Mhm. There's not a lot of people want to look inside at first, you know, (laughs) (laughs) but you have to, I mean, if you're going to be successful in business, you have to look inside and you have to do the inner work or the outer work isn't going to mean as much and it's not going to resonate as much. Mm -hmm. But that vision that, you know, what is the change that you want to make in the world? Like for me, it's to empower when I empower an entrepreneur I, and change their, you know, their little world of their business, I change their family and their friends because they are showing up different now for their family and friends. Mm -hmm. And then those family and friends go out and 
are showing up a little bit different because of the effect that that entrepreneur had on them. And it just, it keeps going and it keeps going. So I'm, you know, I'm changing families, I'm changing financial situations. I'm, and all of those things create a ripple effect way beyond me. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what is that ripple effect that you want to create? So ultimately mine is, I'm making the world a better place, like one entrepreneur at a time. Right. Yeah. So what is it that your business ripples? And that, you know, also brings it back to, you know, the messaging that you're putting out mm-hmm. because it that's like the next step after you figure out. And if you figure out this part first, it's easier to figure out that deep burning desire inside of you as well. Yeah. Because if you look at this vision, you go, oh, okay. Now I, you know, I kind of get what I, what I want to put out into the world, period. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's that vision. And then, you know, what are your core values? What are the core values of your business? I would choose between three and five core values, like minor connection, empowerment, and accountability. Okay. So, you know, it's connection because relationships are so important inside Mm -hmm. my business and outside my business. To me, they're personally very personal and they're very important. And in a business, you can't, you know, it's very difficult to run a business without having relationships. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) (laughs) Empowerment really is the, it's an inner game kind of, because for me to empower you, you have to accept certain things about yourself to empower yourself. Like I'm almost giving you permission to empower yourself. Mm. So, and then accountability because I can't make you do it. You know, anything that you, any of my clients that come to me and say, help, I need to get to the next self, this next level. That's great. I can guide you there, Mm -hmm. but I can't make you do the work. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm here to hold you accountable to it, but ultimately I cannot physically make you do it. So, yeah, and that's a huge one, I think, for a lot of people that they expect that somebody else is going to do the work for them, but nothing's going to happen unless you do it yourself. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's not an easy one to, you know, realize either sometimes. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of us in the beginning, we open our business and we're like, yay, got a website. And we, you know, we'll post on Facebook and we'll post on Instagram and we'll set up all these things and we'll just start putting stuff out there and people will come and I'll make tons of money. Mm-hmm. No, no, it doesn't happen that way. No. If you build we it, wish it was that come. way, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. And when people will, you know, get, buy a product from a, from a launch, right. Or, mm-hmm get coaching services or, you know, any of these other things, even buy that widget, they're expecting an instant gratification sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it's, it doesn't, it doesn't work that way. You, you have to be open to learn. You have to implement what you learn and you have to keep doing it. Mm, yeah. So if we don't do that, then, you know, either our business stays stagnant or, 
or we don't have a business anymore. Mm, yeah, that is true. That is very true. So, well, since this is a podcast on launching, I want to kind of mm. just kind of go over on that side and talk about how important brand messaging is for you when you're doing a launch. So maybe we can dive a little bit into that. Yeah, absolutely. So everything that we talked about already, your story, who you're serving, and this is where their pain points come in, what their transformation is going to be comes in. Mm-hmm. Because people don't necessarily care what you do. They care what you can give them. Mm-hmm. Or what they're transforming, like what are they going to get from you? What are they going to get if they buy this course or whatever it is you're launching? Yeah, that's exactly. that's what they care about. They don't care that there's 12 modules in your course. They don't <laughs> care that you, you know. Yeah. I mean, yes, they do want to know what they're going to learn, but well, those that's not the are, first thought that comes to mind. No, they're like, oh, you know, this is great. What am I going to learn, and what what am I going to be able to do? be or have when I am done with this. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that's really the core messaging that you really want to focus on. And people tend to go towards ease and shy away from pain. Mm-hmm. So the first thing that they see probably shouldn't, I mean, I guess it depends on what you're selling, but probably shouldn't be their pain points right up front. I would tell them, you know, what they're like, do you want to have all these things because you feel like this? Mm-hmm. So like they're, the first thing they see is going to be the, oh my gosh, yes, I want to feel like that. Mm-hmm. And that's going to evoke the emotion and it's going to, resonate and attract them in. Whereas if you say, do you feel overwhelmed and stressed and, you know, stuck and all of these negative yeah. words in the beginning, they're going to go, yeah, I do. And I don't even know if I want to read anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, that totally makes sense uh, that you don't lead with the negative uh, emotions that you kind of open up with, you know, the positive vibes that they actually looking for and that kind of opens them up and they're more open to kind of continue reading, continue going into the material. And then you can, you can go into the pain points and yeah, that's true. I, I feel that as well. Yeah. And this is how we can help you. Yes, exactly. Mm. Yeah. So, and, and then nailing down who those, you know, who the ideal clients are for whatever you're launching mm-hmm. and, and really digging into their psyche kind of, you know, yeah. like you have to know what is in their head. You have to know what their feelings are. You have to know where they want to go. Because if you don't know those things and mm-hmm. you're, you know, you try to put some kind of messaging out as, you know, landing page, a sales page, even your course or, you know, whatever it is that they, they're going to get confused. Yeah. I talk about this. resonate. On- Exactly. And I've talked about this on the podcast as well. I had a guest who talked about specifically the, you know, the dream client avatar and how you, how important it is to kind of work on that and continuously work on that Mm. because, you know, both you are changing and the client is changing and how important that is for your messaging because you're going to use everything that you know about 
your client in your messaging to evoke emotions, to get them, you know, in diving into your material. And um, it, it is so overlooked, I think, for so many people. Yeah, and I, I think uh, a lot of my clients, when they come to me and they say, I don't know who my ideal is, mm-hmm. or, or especially like when I first started, my first coach said to me, who's your ideal client? I'm like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you got to talk to them. Great. How do I talk to them? Because I don't even know who they are. Like, yeah. So for me, I made it personal. Like, mm-hmm. not personal me, but, like, they were my friend. Mm-hmm. And I made them a real person. I gave her a name. I gave her kids' names. I gave her dog a name, you know? And I, like, literally wrote, like, a biography of my client. Mm-hmm. What does she think about when she's sitting in her chair with her glass of wine staring out the window? Or, you know, what kind of... Oh, dog does she have or does she have a dog does she have a cat does she have mm-hmm. horses like you know like these are all things that might not seem like they relate to your business but they're going to relate to your ideal client mm-hmm. and when they see a post or something that relates to their favorite breed of dog they're going to go oh my gosh she's my person whether yeah. or not they have seen any other copy from you or not so it, it's not just about their pain points and their transformation. It's about their life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's about you just showing that you kind of understand who they are as a person. Yeah. And that you care. Yeah. I mean, I think that's really one of the biggest things is how do I know this person cares enough to give me what I want? Mm-hmm. So... You know, psychographics are very important. I I think, unless you're a local business, more important than demographics, yeah. uh, you know, because that's really what you're, you're talking about, their, their inner self. You're mm-hmm. not necessarily talking about, you know, the street they live on or how old, I mean, you know, all those things are important, how old they are, male, female, where they are in their life, you know, all of those things are important, but I think the super, super important is like really their inner game. And what do you, you know, what goes on in your life that could connect you to them in their life? Mm -hmm. I totally agree. Absolutely. Okay. So we went off a little bit there, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) but I think it's important topic to talk about as well. Um, Like I said, I, I think it's overlooked for so many people. Yeah. But yeah, let's tie this tie this back to doing a launch. So mm-hmm. just getting that message real clear will definitely help you in a launch because why? Why would that help us? Because it's it's gonna attract the people that you want to buy your product. Mm-hmm. And it's you know, it it has to resonate, it has to evoke their emotion, it has to touch on something inside of them that they say either. So me too is like the most powerful two words a client can say or a Mm. a potential client, somebody in your audience. Those are two super powerful words. I know you understand me. Mm. 
So if you can get somebody or to say, yes, that's me. If you can explain something in a way that gets them to say one of those two things, whether they buy your product or not, they're now a fan and they're invested. Yes. So and, and they're either going to, you know, maybe they won't buy in this launch, but they're going to keep following you. Mm-hmm. And as long as you keep getting them to say, yes, that's me or me too, they're going to buy from you eventually. They're yeah. going to be a client or they're going to be a customer. And if any, maybe even if not, they're going to be a fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, uh, they're going to talk about you maybe in some kind of way or yeah, it just, it, it shifts the whole relationship basically. Yeah. And it's, you know, it, while we all want to make money because we are business owners and entrepreneurs, it's not totally all about that either. It's about the impact mm-hmm. that you have on people. So, you know, your post one day that resonated with that person could change the whole direction of their day, of their life. I mean, you don't know. Mm-hmm. It's like a smile when you, you know, for somebody that's feeling really crappy that day and you hold the door, smile and say, have a great day. And they're like, oh, I'm not going to go jump off a bridge now. You know, like, <laughs> like that can happen. Do you know what yeah, I mean? It can. So, you know, you just, you have to find those things that resonate. And it's like, you know, your ideal client is like that nucleus person and then all of the people that resonate with something with your ideal client are also going to be attracted to you because you're 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 now talking to them too Mm -hmm. very true very true so is there anything specifically that we can or is there anything in a launch that you kind of see being used over and over again when you're talking about messaging? I don't know if you understand my question there. but uh, No, I do understand it. And I'm <laughs> trying to figure out exactly how to explain it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I, yeah. Uh, I think that a lot of, when we write sales copy, mm-hmm. it's, it is sales copy. Yeah. We're trying to sell but, something. Right. But, <laughs> and on the other hand, we also don't want to sound extremely salesy mm-hmm. because nobody, nobody's, you know, wants to come and be sold to in that way. Do you know what I'm, mm-hmm. I know it might sound a little confusing. Let me try no, but, to explain. Uh, uh, yeah. But I get <laughs> try it. to explain a little bit more. So yeah, it's really just pull, you know, evoking that emotion in a different way than every other sales page. Mm-hmm. Like what story can you tell on your sales page in the beginning that will, you know, keep them reading? And there are going to be all kinds of people, people that go, oh yes, I get the story. And then they're not even going to care about the rest of the sales page. They're going to mm-hmm. go find that button. They're going to click it. Yeah. And then there are people that are going to relatively skim the sales page kind of make a decision, maybe find the button, maybe not, right? Mm -hmm. And then there are going to be people that read every single solitary word 
of your sales page, no matter how long it is. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to make their decision. So you have to think about all of those different types of people, how they learn and how they read and how they make their decision. Hmm. You know, we have to have certain things on our sales page, right? We're selling. So there are going to be pieces of our sales page that sound like we're selling. Of course. Yeah. But I think that a lot of people make their entire sales page about selling. Mm -hmm. Like from word one to the bottom, everything is about selling, Mm -hmm. but it's really not. It's really about, again, getting your ideal client to understand that you can help them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when we're being sold to, we don't feel like we're being helped. We feel like, you know, if I push this button, I'm going to give you my money, but why am I giving you my money? I think Mm. that's the emotion that you need to evoke from your, you know, sales copy in a launch. Yeah. And I think also, I know I heard a talk once and he, this person talked about, you know, how you, instead of calling it a sale, it's basically an offer. You're offering people Mm to help them and yes. it's up to them to kind of take up you on, on this offer. Just like you would invite somebody to, you know, your friends to go to the movies. You ask them if they want to go with you and it's up to them if they want to go. And then you don't get upset if they say no, you just say, okay, fine. Right. Exactly. And move on. So I think that's a great way of kind of not getting all worked up about this being a sales pitch. I'm trying to sell people. I want them to buy and just kind of just shift that mind and just, yeah, no, I'm offering them something. I'm giving them an option to let me help them. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And words are powerful. Oh yeah. So, you know, the word offer instead of sale or the word investment instead of cost, mm-hmm. show them how they can invest in themselves instead of how you can sell them your course (laughs) (laughs) or, you know, how much it's going to cost them. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, when you think about that, how much is it going to cost you? That means that you're literally giving something up where technically, yes, you know, you are giving money up when you, when you purchase something, but it's like a, a deeper to me, like cost means, you know, I'm really, what am I really giving up here? (laughs) Yeah. You know? (laughs) You feel like you're not getting anything back from this. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yes. So yeah, investment is a, is a great word. You know, I'm a big fan of a thesaurus. If (laughs) I, if I have a word and I'm like, yeah, that's really not the word I want to use. There's going to be a better word for that. I type it into Google and hit the thesaurus and do a whole bunch of words and, as long as they can understand what the word means and it, evo- you know, it embodies everything that you're trying to say, mm-hmm. use a different word because that also grabs attention. It's like a, a pattern disruptor almost because not a lot of people see that specific word. Mm-hmm. So it's like a, an attention grabber. Yeah. Just make sure you stay on point and don't confuse, of course. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay, awesome. Any other things that we should be thinking about when we're doing a launch and we want to make sure that our message kind of makes 
makes the way over to our audience? Yeah, I would just say to stay in integrity. So, And by that you mean? Yeah, everything that you're putting out on a daily basis, keep putting out in your launch. Like don't change who you are in your launch because Mm. now you're selling something. Right. You show up authentically at the same way that you're showing up every day in your posts, on your lives, in your DMs, in your messaging. It mm-hmm. it doesn't it it doesn't matter if you're selling something or not. So and true. Especially especially in your launch, because you know, if you're gonna show up somewhere different in your launch, those people aren't gonna resonate anymore. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be like, oh, I don't understand why she's being this way or he's being this way during the launch, but totally different when they're not trying to sell something to me. Mm-hmm. And that's how it's gonna feel like you're selling something and yeah. It's just you you're just taking the relationship to a different place now by giving them an offer mm-hmm. and asking them to invest. Yeah. No, this is just a great point, to be honest. And is it easy to probably kind of forget that because you get into this launch mode and you're all focused on launching and getting into the sales and getting people to buy. Right. Yeah. Well, that's a great point. Yeah. Great. Any other things that you come to mind that you you think about? I think uh, if I can just point out one thing though is sure. you said not to change uh, the messaging and all that, but I also think it's important to mention that you know your messaging will change over time as you change as a person. Yes. So it's not something okay. You created this messaging brand messaging at this specific moment, but you know maybe a year down the road you will have changed and maybe also your audience will have changed a bit. So it's important to kind of make sure that we follow up on that messaging and change that accordingly, but not because you're going into a launch mode. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Your brand is going to evolve with you. Mm -hmm. And you're just like you said, your audience is going to evolve with you. So I would say every six months, you know, just take a look and say, Mm -hmm. okay, Where's my audience at now? Where are my clients at now? Where am I at now? Where's my business at now? Mm-hmm. Because yeah, I think it will change. And you know, the bigger your business grows, the longer you've been in business, things will evolve. Mm-hmm. And that's totally okay. I mean, really, you're going to tweak and you're going to finesse and you're going to do some things here and there all the time. I think as long as you're still going back to that core messaging and those are your beliefs in your business still, there's always ways to bake that into your messaging and evolve your messaging as you grow. Mm, Yeah. Yes, exactly. I think this is a great way to end the interview on. I think that was a really great point that we made right there. Is there any way that people can reach out to you and get in touch with you, find you on social media, whatever? Yeah. So I am thebrand.maven on Instagram. Mm -hmm. My website is thebrandmaven.net. I am on Facebook as Janessa McKenzie, The Brand Maven. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I would say those are the three main ways to to, to find me. Okay. (laughs) Great. We'll make sure that put that in the show notes so people have something to click and 
they know how to spell it and all that stuff. So, but I want to just say thank you so much for um, sharing everything about brand messaging. I think um, like, like we talked about, it's important to really dig into this and take it seriously because it's going to be impacting your business a lot. Yes. Yeah. It's really, you know, the biggest, one of the biggest foundations, one of the biggest pillars that's going to hold your business up. Exactly. Yeah. So thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me, Ken. It was great. It was a pleasure. And thank you everybody for listening and we'll catch up again next week. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. Now, if you like this episode, I would really appreciate if you left a review over on iTunes. And secondly, head on over to Instagram and connect with me at Ken Westgar. That's K-E-N-W-E-S-T-G-A-A-R-D. And drop me a DM and tell me all about your launch. And I'll catch you in the next episode.